You are listening to the Critical Mass Radio Show, Orange County's business talk show focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies with your host, Richard Franzi. And welcome to this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show and Podcast. I am your host, Richard Franzi. This is podcast episode number 1,148. This is interview number 1,458. And boy, I think we have a good show planned for you. Leave all your holiday lighting concerns and work to the professionals. Light Up My Holiday is here to take care of everything so you can fully cherish what matters most to you. Steve Jadzik is here to share how he started the firm with his passion and his continued interest and love of lighting. Steve, welcome to Critical Mass Radio Show and Podcast. Hi, Rick. Thank you for having me. It's good to have you here. Let's start by, before we talk about the business and lighting and holiday decor and all that (laughs) fun stuff, let's talk about you. Sure. What's your background? How did you get to the point where you own a holiday lighting company? I started when I was 10 years old. Really? Doing lights for my parents' home. Okay. And some neighbors saw me doing that. And uh, next thing you know, it's hard to remember exactly, but when I was 15, I had 40 customers and people were winning competitions. So it just kind of evolved. So 10 years old, let's see. That, you're, you're, not a, you're a little guy at 10 years old, right? I mean, yeah. I mean, you, your parents set you up on the ladders and doing all that at kind that of stuff? At that point, everything was on the ground. Okay. No ladder work. Okay. One of the customers, I think when I was 13 or 14, taught me how to get on the ladder. Okay. So it, it's been an uh, interesting uh, journey since then. So do you, come a f- do you come from a family that loves the holidays and lighting, or was it some special interest you had? or what, Do you remember why at 10 this was something you thought you wanted to do? It's really difficult to pinpoint where exactly this started, but okay. um, I do know my, my mother would do the Christmas tree in the house, sure. and she would send me outside to do the house lights on, on the house, and it just kind of took off from there, so... Um, I, now, I don't really. Now was I that know. here in Southern California? Yeah, in the Anaheim area. Okay, so you built a little bit of a positive reputation within the neighborhood. It sounds like. By the time I got a car, uh, I was getting calls from Newport Beach, Hemet. People were telling their family and friends, and uh, just really took off. So, what were you doing that was making them want to hire you over just hanging it themselves? The approach I took, where I would look at the house from across the street and draw up on a piece of paper the house and draw where the light's going to go and then show them and then actually make that happen. Okay. And, and and that's what also allowed some of them to win awards for your lighting? The lights would be installed and designed in such a way that um, it was very uh, innovating and captivating and so people would win competitions. So somebody would come to you and say, here's my house, what do you think we could do with it? And you're a 15-year-old kid? Yeah. Boy, young man, entrepreneur. <laughs> right. Wow. That's a lot of trust. I think I was 20 the first time I saw a professional company um, doing a home next to the one I was doing. Okay. And um, when they were done, I knew those people, so I went and asked them how much they paid. Back then, they said $900. And the house I did looked better. And um, back then, I was doing it for free. So for 10 years, I didn't charge for this service. <laughs> and uh, I thought, mm, maybe I should start charging for this. Right? Yeah, do the math couple hundred times however many homes that guy, that's so you did it for free for the love of just it was just for the, fun the creative it was a hobby yeah are you an artistic guy in that area okay but generally speaking i mean I, do you like like go to museums and love the no. nature of art i mean like right now behind you there's some trees in the window i see and there's lights on them they're not really there but i see them 
and I'm, I could change the colors out in my head, and I just don't know how to turn that off. And so I've been able to turn that into a full-time business. Okay. So you have a gift. Yeah. Okay. And you let's talk about a full-time business. Okay. Um, what is it, so first of all, what is your niche now? What's your most successful niche that you sell to and, and do the holiday decor for? Sure. Uh, obviously, um, homeowner associations, because uh, these markets, you could say you never get a second chance at a first impression. Okay. And to the residents in these associations, first impressions are very important. Um, by that, I mean somebody that lives in that association, they say, wow, these guys did a really spectacular job this year. And so my second significant niche is inside these associations where they have the contests. Um, those are the homeowners that seek us out the most frequently due to our track record of success. So you'll do the homeowners association, which is the common grounds, and then individual homeowners will ask you to come in and do their home as well. Right. Yeah. So we are doing the homeowners associations usually in September and October, and the, they drive home from work, see our truck, call us. Okay. And then uh, they say, you know, what can you do? And... Um, I share a little bit about how we're special and that we design. I, I come with, at it with the approach of how can I make this house look the best in the whole neighborhood? And uh, I haven't found that the other companies necessarily um, start with that approach. Okay, so this gift that you have, you said, by looking out at these trees, which don't have lights, but you've lit <laughs> them and changed them and yes. trying to optimize them here for the viewing public. Um, when you look at a house, you start to figure out, well, based on... Now, how many years have you been doing this? I'm not trying to ask you how old you are, but what the hell? 20. Okay. So you're in your 30s? Yeah, 30. Okay. So you're exactly 30. Barely. So, okay. Well, congratulations. <laughs> so you, you're seeing that as an artistic opportunity to kind of have the house show the best with the lights. Is it just lights? Mostly. It's every things that light up. Okay. Okay. Like animated Figures and stuff like that. Figures. Too? It yes. kind of depends on their budget, right? Uh, it, well, everything depends on the budget. Yeah. Okay. But I design it, given that um, I don't know their budget, and so I design with the assumption that their budget might be this. Okay. And then I double it, and then I, I design all that stuff. Okay. And they can always pick and choose which items uh, are most interested to them to fit their budget. And when you do this, I imagine that many times it's um, maybe a married couple. Is I it? don't really have statistics on that. Okay, but um, it's definitely people that are trying to impress others. Okay, so it's not people neighbors. that have kids that are trying to do it for their kids. It used to be. Okay, when I had just started, maybe in my first ten years, it was, oh, let's do it for the kids. But now, since they're trying to win a contest, it's oh, usually boy. people who have some sort of an interest in this and uh, really appreciate. Uh, above and beyond just the normal installation. Is there a certain scale, size of home that you feel is like really in your sweet spot, or do you do them all? We've done them all. Okay. And we are moving into those homes with where budget is not a... Once they determine that they want a certain look, budget is no longer a deciding factor. Okay. So mm, homes that have 30-car garages, 10, 15, 25,000 square foot homes usually we're able to help them the best because why it's just evolved to where the level of service that we can provide um and the pro that the quality of product is in line with their expectations so 
Let's talk about that because I know that in your industry, technology is really advancing what people can expect or want to see, especially if they're in a competitive space. Right. So how has technology changed for you over 20 years? Um, I imagine when you first hung the lights, they were lights. Yes, they still can be. Okay. Most of the time they are. Um, Not LEDs? Well, when I first started, uh, when I was uh, 15, I would get my lights from Target. And I would sit in the aisle about on September 12th when they put the lights out and look at the display and try to figure out what am I going to use this year. Okay. And now um, I, I get catalogs from companies that specialize in Christmas lights for professional decorators. Okay. And I'll travel to... Uh, Atlanta, for example, for the Christmas convention to meet sure. these vendors. Uh, and I'll look at the, the catalogs and order um, products that are new and unique that I know people will be interested in. And I'll order a couple, sample them, test them, make sure they go through this rigorous testing. Uh, for example, right now we're on the fifth story of a building. I would throw a light bulb off the building to see if it would bounce or shatter. If it shatters, I'm not going to use that. If it bounces, it's good. Really? With the plastic lights they have now, yeah. Five years ago, everything was glass. You yeah, can't do that. Yeah, that's my memory. Crash, yeah. crash. So about five years ago, they switched over to LED. Right. Um, it was a little bit... Uh, it wasn't quite there. The technology now in the LED is phenomenal. Okay. And so we can run the entire project off one outlet. It all turns on at one time with one timer. Oh, my God. Um, that's that's so much easier yeah. for you to lay out then, right? It's really been a, a significant game changer. Yeah, nobody's calling you going, hey, Steve, you blew my fuse or my circuit breaker. We, we haven't again. blown a circuit breaker or a fuse in three years. Okay. But do people want also then any kind of anametrics or any type? Yeah, I'm using the wrong, wrong word. Yeah, but, you so know, I'm sure you're referring Santa. to like the YouTube videos where you'll see someone's house and there's the lights are going to songs on your radio. Yeah, I love that. So about uh, f seven or five years ago, they came out with this system called Lightorama. Okay. And you could hook up the lights to the computer. Uh, people would spend six months designing this on the software <laughs> and then four months installing it. And wow. it took someone with a lot of time and skill. The average person couldn't do it. Okay. Um, now, however, they have lights where I could take a string of lights right now, lay it on this desk, stand back with my phone and calibrate it. The phone knows where the bulbs are landed, and it can do different functions depending on where the bulbs are in real time. Wow. So it's like a smart... The smart lights? It, They're smart lights. It, it calibrates where they are in the universe, and then it can uh, make it do patterns, and you can move it and recalibrate it. And so you don't have to spend six months doing programming. It's, it's immediate. Right. So do consumers have higher expectations for the light shows then that you can produce? Well, they don't them? know about that one yet. Uh-oh, they're listening yeah. to the show, baby. <laughs> they, they, they're going to want it. Um, they're also coming out with... Um, it just developed this year. It's, it's very new. But in the past, you would buy a string of lights. And if you wanted them to be RGB, which is the ones where they change color. Yes. It had to be in that sequence. Now they have RGB bulbs. So each bulb you can take out and unscrew and place wherever you want. And it knows where those are. Okay. Not just light strings. So oh. it, the technology is, is rapidly advancing. Uh, five years ago, this wasn't even an option. Now this is... Very much so an option. I'm sure five years from now, we can't even imagine what they're going to bring out. That's what I was going to ask you. So uh, we're talking with the founder of Light Up My Holiday, Steve Jadzik. 
and um, we're talking about holiday decor. Now, I assume that most of your revenue comes off of the big holiday known as Christmas here in the United States. Is that a fair assumption? Well, last year it was only 92%. Oh, okay. So you got it down. You're getting it down. Was it higher before? But a couple years ago, it's all we offered. Okay. And, and now we're doing weddings, uh, galas and hotel ballrooms, backyard parties. Okay. To diversify. Yeah. Because you can only do so much during the holiday season. Right. So how do you how do you scale a business that is that seasonal? How do you what's your vision? How are you doing that? Because you got only so many weeks to put up the lights. Um, well, uh, five years ago we were started installing lights, November fifteenth. A couple years after that, November first. Two years ago, October fifteenth. This year we start. Uh, I think it's in 12 days. So September 23rd, we start hanging Christmas lights. So, so we've expanded the season. So people will allow you to come in and put their lights up early. Right. Uh, we offer them a, um, a discounted rate if they allow us to install the bulk of the project a little bit early. Okay. Not, they're not turning it on until it's official or whatever. We go around and turn it on the week of Thanksgiving. Oh, you do? You have an official turning on ceremony? Yeah. Now. Well, a ceremony, if, if they're home, okay. if it's a business, no one's there really to yeah. see it. But uh, we get to see it. Right. And so, you are doing high-end, these are high-end homes. The, right. The, the, the ones that you talked about that are the kind of in the center of the niche that you... Do you reuse your product from one year to the next, or is that like... The product we get now, is it's a really nice quality. And so, some products will last one year, some will last three years. If you buy, for example, bows at Walmart they'll fade in the sun. So after about 60 days, they won't look as red as they should. Okay. But the bows we buy are nylon, and they'll last about five years. Oh. And so with the hot California weather, it works great. So do, uh, you don't mind me talking about your business model a little bit here, do you? Depends what you ask. Okay, well, I was just going to say, if you decorate someone's house this year and the stuff can be put back up next year, do, you, do they want that, or do they want something different? Not that? always. Okay. And so because of my design abilities, um, I approach every project with a clean slate every year. Oh, okay. So if somebody, um, for example, this morning someone called, we used, we've helped them in the past four years. I'm still going to drive out and look at their property and start from scratch. What do I do, knowing what I know today, what should we do on this property? So it doesn't matter what we did before. What do we want to do now? Because so, you have technology and new functions. Yeah, we have new product. The product I had, I was excited about last year. I might not be excited about this year. There might be something else I'm, I'm trying to, um, you know, some other innovative product I want to have them try. Um, of course, we have the same customers who just want the same thing over and over and over. It looks great. Okay. But I like uh, designing something new. A lot of times the landscaping at the property has changed. And so if we just copy exactly mm. what we did last year, it doesn't necessarily work. Does anybody here in Southern California ask you to put, like, a snow machine that's blowing snow? Yes, actually. Um, we have a home in Huntington Harbor, and we okay. were installing lights there one year. And uh, this gentleman walked up and asked, uh, well, he said it was really impressive, but he wanted to know if we can do something for his home. He just moved in, and um, in that community they have a lighting contest, and he wanted to win. Okay. So we looked at his property, gave him a few uh, innovative design options, and that year his house won Most Beautiful in Huntington Harbor. Okay. One of the things we used was the night of the competition, we rented a, a snow machine, had it shoot off snow from the top of the house, covering the whole backyard. 
So I had, I had to sit there. I personally sat there and waited for the judge's boat to come by, and then I hit the slow machine button. Otherwise, it would be going all night, and it would run out of snow. Okay. So and if you need that kind of service, we offer that. So that, that's the way you get a snow machine is you have to go rent some party thing that makes snow? Yeah, there's event, large event production companies that'll have these uh, really high-grade snow machines, not the ones you can get from uh, Home Depot. Oh, there are home, there are snow machines at Home Depot? I don't remember, but okay. back when I was 12, 15, 16, we would rent things for people, myself mostly, okay. and it would be uh, you know, a $25 machine from oh, the store. Yeah. These are $800 snow machines. Do they make real snow? Or is it some kind of soapy, it, fakey? It's soapy, but it looks really nice. Yeah, but you can't make a snowball or anything with it, can no. you? Okay. No. Okay. Well, you let me know <laughs> when that can be done, because that's a device that I have two young grandchildren, and okay. I would love to be able to spit snow at them at the holidays. So yeah, if you ever come up with a machine that's good for a home, call Rick Franzi. You heard it here first on Critical Mass Radio Show and Podcast. Um, I was going to ask you about any... Any decisions that you made, uh, you know, recent decisions in your business where you kind of had a different outcome than you had planned? Can you think of a time where you kind of worked towards something and you had a different outcome? Uh, absolutely, yeah. We touched on it a little bit earlier, but okay. um, uh, this year we made the decision to start focusing on uh, innovative designs for our clients well in advance of the holiday season. So we started in June thinking about Christmas lights. Uh, contacting the past customers and offering these early installed discounts I was mentioning earlier. Uh, and those are for people willing to let us set up the bulk of the design in September and October. Uh huh. And what we found out was this enabled us to streamline the process of the busy holiday schedule. And we were really surprised this summer of how many clients were actually interested in this program. Hmm. So, so you should be expecting a big year this year then. Yes. It, it's a, it, this this month is when people start. We we've sent out two hundred proposals already this summer. Okay. And um, most people don't really decide until after Labor Day. Right. So in the next couple of weeks, we're going to start getting some of those back to find okay. out really how successful this new program is. Is that a good season for you then? About two hundred jobs. September third. That's a great season. Okay. We still have. I mean, he hasn't even started yet. Okay. So you th you're expecting to do more than a couple hundred homes this winter. Then, well, we um, each year I like to do less projects. They're just bigger. Okay. And so right. a couple of years ago, we had 175 um, individual projects. Last year, we only had 100. Okay. And so um, if this year is 75 or 50, they're just, they take four days long each. That would be fantastic. Okay. Yeah. Because then it's more, it sounds like that might be more efficient rather than sending trucks and people all over the right. place. Right. Yeah. Get your crew and get that stuff going. All right. Um, where do you go to get outside ideas and input? I mean, where do you get peer advice? Stuff that you don't think about in the holiday decor industry? Yeah, well, actually, wow, that's a very interesting question. Um, at the beginning of this year, we joined a peer advisory forum. Uh huh. And it's made up of entrepreneurs and business owners, which focuses on uh, discussing innovative ideas for growing and fine tuning our businesses. Uh, we, we meet and focus on productivity and profitability. From different industries. We all have different industries. You're yes. the only lighting guy there. I'm I the it. only lighting guy, correct. Okay. There are other guys for different things. We're right. all specialists in what we do. Right. Uh, so, this concept has actually become a really innovative game changer for my business. In what way? Um, I'm getting input from other people that's relevant for my goals and objectives that I'm trying to accomplish. Nice. Um, really, my only regret is 
that I did not learn about this group earlier. Right. Mostly because the change in momentum has been unprecedented. Wow. It's it's been quite uh, um, it's been quite amazing. That's great. So the power of peer learning is working in your business then. For others who are trying to grow their business. That's great. All right. So thank you for that. What's your philosophy that you use to lead and grow your firm? Sure. Uh, absolutely. Um, to quote Earl Nightingale, your reward in life will be exactly proportionate to the services you provide. So to put this another way, I've learned that success in business really comes down to karma. By this, I mean always promise a lot and deliver even more. And thank you. How does that translate into selling to the homeowner? I mean, when you... I mean, you, you, you must have fine-tuned this. You were doing it for free. That's an easier get. So, yeah, go ahead and do it, Steve, whatever. But right. when you're charging money now, and big money, it sounds like, yeah. for these large homes. And what's, can you take us through what you've learned the secrets are to be successful in getting people to finally agree? Sure. So there are a lot of people who offer this Christmas lighting service. Really? Uh, over Well over 100 in this area. Really? That, that I've found out that on, online I could find them. Wow. And it's, it really comes down to the customer service experience. So someone can go put up lights, but what are the touch points of how they're communicated with on the phone, the email, and in person? And how do you make them feel? So our lights are great. The product is wonderful. But if you answer the phone when they call you, if you respond to emails, uh, if uh, there's a little bit of weather and it causes the lights to malfunction, we out, we go out and, and respond to that and make the corrections. Uh, and those things really are what they're looking for beyond just lights. So it's customer service. Yeah. How much of your business is repeat business versus how much new do you need to get? Because you're kind of changing your business model a little bit going for larger. Yeah. So, I mean, six years ago, this was all for free. And, uh, and it certainly isn't now. And so people that were we were helping 15 years ago, um, might not be on board with the new services. Okay. And um, and so there has been several structure changes. And the customers we have now for the past three or four years are with the new way that we offer the business. Okay. There is one thing that I do that really impresses people. And when I first meet them, uh -huh. especially if it's at a property, I take a picture of the property and immediately before I leave, in my car, from my phone, I send them a greeting card with a picture of their property on it. And in the card, when it gets delivered five days later, is a box of brownies. Wow. The card says, wonderful to meet you. Really looking forward to helping you light up this prop project. Um, it's going to be awesome. See you soon. Okay. Personal touch. Yeah. And so I don't know if the other companies are doing this, but when they get this gift and and card with the picture of their property on it when we show up to do the job they come running out asking if we need anything to drink wow. they're just uh it, it turns it from a um, business to business to a uh, friendship relationship it's, right. it's quite um it, it's been really awesome so so you're getting into other businesses off the holiday season you said correct direct uh, decorating for events yeah how similar to what you do in your mainline business is that business, and how different is it? I mean, what what have you found? How much of what you know how to do is transferable to that new segment? It really still comes down to the basics of, for example, when we're decorating uh, a gala for a ballroom, uh -huh. 
I need to stand in the ballroom and look at the space. Okay. And right away, all these things start coming into okay. my vision of what I want to do. All right. And so, in that way, it's been easy to transition into that uh, doing events. But having the name that we have light up my holiday. Yeah, that's a little limiting. And we're going to do a quinceanera, for example. <laughs> uh, they're n not quite understanding of what we do. Okay. So, two months ago, we developed a new business um, uh. division called Innovative Light Designs. There you go. And that has eliminated that uh, hiccup. That's great. Innovative Light Design. So if someone wants to Google you to find you, Stephen, online, where do you say they go? Oh, sure. The, the best way to get a feel for what we do is the website, which is lightupmyholiday.com and innovativelightdesigns.com. Well, this has been fun talking to you about your business. I'm very impressed. And um, the, you're, you're making a living on a very seasonal business, which is impressive, sir. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. And uh, I'd like to thank our engineer for today as well, Paul Roberts, and our producers, without whom we would not be able to do this show, Crystal Nunley, Haley Stern, uh, and Joan Park. If you'd like to connect with me on LinkedIn, let's start at uh, Richard Franzi, F-R-A-N-Z-I. That's where you can find me. And until our next show, hope all of your business decisions will move your company in a positive direction. You have been listening to Critical Mass Radio Show Business Talk Show focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies. With your host, Richard Franzi.